0: Okay, so now we're doing the principles of the Rambam. We're up to principle number ten, Hashoydesh haAsiri. That's the tenth principle. And this principle, the Rambam writes in Limnis that it's not proper to count as a mitzvah the introductions, Minatachlis, uh, if they are for a purpose or one of the goals uh, to do they themselves the, inter- the the introducing of it is not a mitzvah. Sometimes the Torah gives you an, a command, but those commands ain't mitzvah. They are not a mitzvah, but they're rather They're sort of a prelude, that's a, a introduction to doing the mitzvah. It's as if Torah is relating how is fitting for that mitzvah to be done. How to give dimyin zayim dimyin? What's an example for this? The Torah says so uh, that you shall take the fine flour and you should bake it so it's not fitting to count to taking the fine flour and baking it as a mitzvah that's not a mitzvah but we will count the conclusion what happens over there it says that you shall place it on the table that was in the ohel Mayed, it should be a constant, a facial bread in front of me that has to lay there all the time. The mitzvah is that that lechem should always be for Hashem. But then the Torah tells you what kind of a lechem was it? How did you get the bread? So you bake it and you bake it, but those are just ways to make it. But the mitzvah is to place the bread over there. From what it should be made. The it needs to be from fine flowers. It must be 12 loaves. And along this path, it's not fitting to count what the Torah says. They should take to you this olive, pure olive oil, that is for the lighting of the menorah. So with the taking of the olive oil isn't the mitzvah. What we do count is when Hashem says to bring it up as a constant light that is the lighting of the Neiris of, of making the Neiris as explained in Tom. and along this path we're not going to count what the Torah says take you different incense and make that Keturus you're going to make that um, burning of the uh, incense. So each one of these spices that we take the Keturus, they're not a mitzvah. That's What we do count is bringing the Keturus, the burnt uh, uh the burnt incense every day. As the pasuk comes here, that when every morning when he. Makes the nearest good, that's he offers it. When he brings it up at night, the nearest he offers it. That is, that is the mitzvah. The mitzvah is to do it twice a day. That's counted. But when the Torah says to him, go take these incense or these spices, this is just an introduction to the command. How is this mitzvah going to be done? In this from what item it's going to be the same thing is take yourself these um, fine we don't count that and that's what the oil is made out of uh, the special anointing oil so we do count the mitzvah that we will anoint the high priest and the kings with the described Oil, anointing oil. Similar to this, you can equate everything that's compared. So to the, you are not going to bring in what is not fitting to bring in. This is our intent with this principle, and that's something very clear. That just the Torah telling you how to do certain things or what to do is not the mitzvah. The mitzvah is to do the item itself. We still felt necessary to mention this and to uh, make note of this. Why? Because there were many people who made a mistake in this. And they counted some of the introduction of the mitzvah together with the mitzvah as two mitzvahs. As will be explained, the Minyan Aparshi is to one who will understand the number. Of the portion, that uh, he counted, I guess, the is, the various different misses, the parshias, he says, mm-hmm. of him and all those who followed his lead, who counted the parshias. Mm-hmm. So I guess they made a mistake, and he says, and they counted some of the introductions and mitzvah, and he, according to the Rambam, that's not fitting to count the mitzvah. We're doing the principles of the Rambam And now we're up to principle number 11 So over here the Rambam writes That the uh, 11th principle is It's not fitting to count each detail of the mitzvah The details of the mitzvah as a mitzvah by itself uh, if it's included in one mitzvah, so sometimes it'll be just one command, it's one mitzvah, it's made up from several pieces. For example, take the example of the mitzvah of lulav, Shehi arba minim. What is the mitzvah? You need four species to fulfill the mitzvah, namely Lulav, the of the esrog, the willow, and the myrtle. Right. So, but still, he So we're not going to say mitzvah that the Torah says take uh, a, a a fruit the etrog, that's going to be its own mitzvah. The kap is to and the fact that we talk about the lulav, that's going to be mitzvah ne'atzma, mitzvah itself. It's obvious, and the hodos is going to be a mitzvah, mitzvah ne'atzma. atzmah. nochal and the willows of the nochal, mitzvah v'nei are mitzvahs, so it's like you have four mitzvahs No, We don't say that. Le'vish'e'elu kulam hem chelkiah mitzvah, because all these are part of the mitzvah, because Hashem said to connect them to make all the mitzvahs together so after we connected them all together tia what is the mitzvah just that we take it all in your hand on the known date that's when you that's what you do it and the same thing is he continues the Rambam And for this uh, type, to equate, the same thing applies. same thing applies to -hmm. when it's not fitting to uh, count when we do the metzorah. Metzorah is a person who has leprosy. That's a leprosy that the Torah talks about. And uh, in order for him to become clean, she says, So in order for him to become clean, he uses two... Live birds, veitz edes, and a cedar tree, a wood from a cedar, and the ezov push nitelas, and a uh, a thread, uh, a red thread, and clean or living water, and and has to be in an earthen vessel. So we have here sheish mitzvahs. There are six mitzvahs over here. We're talking about all these different the bird, the cedar, the hyssop the snitolaz, the water and the klicheres but he it says, it's not really six mitzvah but to clean a mitzvah it's really one mitzvah all the details that make it clean not everything is a mitzvah but to clean, that's the one mitzvah so whatever from these or others, whatever you need but those needs, each particular is not considered a separate mitzvah Hagiluach. There's also uh, the um, uh, the shaving. Kikol elu shenitztavinuba. These are all part of a mitzvah that we have been instructed. The mitzvah is the cleaning of a mitzvah of leprosy of a person who has leprosy. hazeh and that is going to be on that description everything else is underneath that description of cleaning of a Mitzayudah also uh, recognizable what we do at the time that he is coming the um, the Mitzayudah the Torah says different things we do, so when he's leprosy he's not pure, so we need to distance him. He can't be amongst the people. But right. the Torah says, of you his garments should be rendered. Parua and his uh, head should be growing. meaning here the and so all these that uh, he should be called Tomei, and the Safam Yata that he has to have his uh, you know shave, not shave his um, uh, the, the 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 mustache thing like that. So I think uh, that's the meaning of Safam Yata. So um, so all these things are what all these things are part of the same thing. It's not like separate mitzvahs that he has to do all these things. Not each act by itself is its own mitzvah. I will kibutzum the gathering them all together is the mitzvah. That we were commanded that we should make a recognizable so the mitzvah so that anybody who sees him would recognize and know that he's a mitzvah and they will listen. And the way to recognize him will be such and such. As we've been instructed, another thing, another example, Shinisbachum Hashem we were instructed that we should be rejoicing before Hashem on the first day of Sukkot and the postage says how do we rejoice when you take such and such that makes the joy so when we take the four species that's how we're doing our joy so that's the mitzvah is to be rejoicing before Hashem this is a very fine thing to understand it and here I'm going to relate to you the, the fine points of this. Any our sages say that one these these two matters would hold back one another, then you know it's one mitzvah. In other words, if one hinges on the other, if you can't do them all, then you don't do the mitzvah. That means that it's really one mitzvah. As for example. The four species of lulav. If you don't, if you only have three, then nothing. You're not doing anything. You can't do three. You need all four in order to do the mitzvah. That means that it's one mitzvah. Or it gives another example: uh, the facial bread that you set up in the, on the table in the, in the uh, oil moid. It also has this uh, fine levoina. So our sages' uh, language, this is, and uh, quoting them that the organization these loaves uh, organized 6 and 6 together with those spoons that had the levona, you know, they would prevent one another in other words you can't put one without the other you need them both that tells you that it's a really one mitzvah also if it's explained to you that what we're seeking over here will not be accomplished one part of these parts in the mevur. So then, it's explained that altogether is the item that has been counted. Uh, uh, as for example, the Torah has a punishment of the uh, of the of the if he does only one thing alone, like he just renders his garment, but he doesn't let his ear grow, so then it doesn't count, and he doesn't get the penalty of koris until he does them all. So the Torah says that the penalty of koris, which is like excommunication, yeah, which would cut off, to be cut off, uh, so that would not reach unless he does all of them. So that means. Doing some of them doesn't count. He has to do all of them in order to violate it. So it means it's all one mitzvah, because you need all of them. They're all hinged together. And also, his cleansiness doesn't reach him until everything that he mentions over there. You need matziporim, you need the birds, you need the siddush, you need Gilatarosi. then he gets his purity. So that means, since you need them all in order to accomplish, so they're not separate mitzvahs, they're really only one mitzvah. But also, he says, mitzvahs sometimes that don't hold each other back. Still, he says, could be one. But it gets difficult in the places where the Chachamim say that these parts of a mitzvah don't prevent one another. Over there it's kind of difficult to distinguish, uh, because what enters your mind at first since these are parts that one doesn't need the other one so each part should be a mitzvah by itself because you can do the mitzvah and you don't need them both so the, what at first glance you would think they're separate mitzvahs when their sages tell us that the purple, the special colored tzitzis in the tzitzis, does not hold back the white. So in other words, if you don't have the tzitzes, you can still bring, you can still put the tzitzis, the lava. And if you have lava and if you have white, doesn't hold back the tzitzes. So they're two separate parts. We know, you have Shalom and Shonaymar, so we could possibly say, So therefore, maybe we should count the white part of the tzitzis and the tzitzes part of the tzitzis as two separate mitzvahs had we not found a very clear language in the of you would think that there's two mitzvahs. Mitzvahs, Mitzvahs, one mitzvah, and one for love. it should be for you for Mitzvah, it's really one mitzvah, not two separate mitzvahs. so here you see it clearly. Even parts that don't. Hold back one another. Sometimes there will be one mitzvah if it's one subject matter. So even though it's two separate parts that don't separate, still they're not two separate mitzvahs. Because why? Because the intent of the tzitzis is to remember. So any item which brings you to remembering, Yimne mitzvah is one mitzvah. So therefore, it does, it's not left for us. If so, in that case, that we can't bring in the mitzvahs to say, if they prevent each other, don't prevent each other, because that's not the criteria, really. But we really, what we need to know is the subject matter. This is it one subject or many subjects? It's not... How many parts to the mitzvah? As explained in the ninth principle from these principles, that we are trying to explain. So the Rama basically says it's not about how many um, how many parts or not parts. The main thing is the subject matter. Subject makes it one mitzvah, or not the is another mitzvah. Okay, we'll leave it over. All right. So here we're up to the. Um, in the uh, principles of the Rambam, for we're up to principle number uh, twelve. This is the twelfth principle. She that it's not fitting. We don't. We're not going to count the parts of a job, a part of a of a malacha from the malachas. that we were commanded to do something. We're not going to count each part, each part by itself. Each part of the general mitzvah of the doing that, we're not going to count each part. So, at times we are commanded to do something. And then the Torah will begin to articulate the quality, how we do that action and he's going to mention the name that we already said to do the job, And then he's going to say, this includes all the details. So it's not fitting to count each instruction that comes to articulate that mitzvah itself as a separate mitzvah. He gives an example. When Hashem says, make for me a sanctuary, this is one mitzvah amongst all mitzvahs, which is There must be a structure, a home, a, 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 a building, prepared to come to, to celebrate. And there there should be the sacrifices. And there there will be the gathering during the festivals in that home. So that was the mitzvah, that's the general mitzvah. But then the Torah articulates, Then the Torah comes to describe the different parts. How you should build it, how you should make it. It's not fitting to count every time that you shall make this, you know, make this part, make the table, make the menorah, make the And every time it says to make, mitzvah to count it as an individual mitzvah and along this path, also the same matter will go along in the subject matters when we talk about in the uh, in the in the book of VaYikra. The one mitzvah is the general of the work which is described min carbonus which is later on described in the various different type of offerings that you bring uh, and let's give an example from the the uh burnt offering which is the called the carbon Ola. it goes for, for totally under the mezbek. we have been instructed that this is the following this is the way the Oil should be and that is. You need a You need a You need to cut it up. And you should sprinkle its blood on this description. You should bring offer its fats and then you should burn all of its meat with so much fine flour, that is mixed in oil, that's the mincha that comes along with the uh, carbon, and then you bring also a certain amount of wine, those are the libations that come along with the carbon, and the skin goes to the koyin who brings the offering, as a reward for that he gets the skin of the animal, so this general work, that's one mitzvah, the the law of the oil Because just like we do this, the Torah tells every oil needs to be done in this procedure. Same thing would be when we talk about the sacrifice, the sin offering. Mizvi Khosov when we shakted Vahv Shotos and the skinning it Vakrobos, and the parts that we bring from it, Urichalim and the washing of the vessels from which you sprinkled the blood on them, Urchitza Kalim and the washing of the kalim. The meaning uh means to the mikveh, basically. Washing of the kale means when you bourm in the mikveh. And then you sprinkle the blood of the of the to purify them, and the same thing is um, and also the chitzak to bushal And then when you cook in them, um, no, no, no. So the Torah says that you have to, you have to why you have to put in the mikveh if you from which you sprinkle the blood, you have to wash those kalim, and also in what you cook to bushal b'hem. Or to break them. If you have blood, the blood is holy, so it sometimes various halachas. But these are all the laws of the chattvi mitzvah. That's one mitzvah. That's special mitzvah. The same thing is the laws of the Mitzvachas. That's a guilt offering for other things. Then you have the peace offering, the laws of so, if it's on a thank you, you're bringing it as a thanks to Hashem, then you bring it with bread. Sometimes you bring it without bread. And then the fact that the kohen gets to take from it the breast and the leg and raising it. This is all included. This is the work of the shlomim. It's one mitzvah. This is all types of Kabana, which their obligation is sometimes for an individual, sometimes for the community. Zula The only one, the asham, the karmi, the guilt offering is only. You don't have a tzibur guilt offering, It's only for karmiyachad. K'mishibahnu as we explained in the opening of seidr Kachim. Bzehu in amalocha mitzvah. And this order of this Mullach is a mitzvah It's not fitting to count each one of the parts of the melacha Mitzvah unless there is, is instructions uh that include all Lisahdul And you can't put it into one of the kinds. You can't categorize it as one of the other kinds. <speaking in Hebrew> then each one is counted for its own mitzvah. <speaking in Hebrew> then it was not going to be a detail from a specific card because it has its own laws. It's not connected to one of these. <speaking in Hebrew> That's like when Hashem tells us not to bring a blemished. <speaking in> he <Hebrew> tells us to be whole it tells us it shouldn't be lacking the time you can't bring it right away from when the animal is born Torah says you have to wait till the 8th day when it's going to be fit for a korban and when Hashem tells us to salt every korban on all the carbon you should break salt doesn't belong to one carbon; it just goes for every carbon. It's an instruction to salt every carbon. Not to seize the salt. You have an and the command to eat what you're supposed to eat. All these commands. That's a mitzvah by itself. These ones because one, none of them are a specific part from a specific carbon. They don't belong to any specific carbon. Therefore, they're, they're general. These are instructions that include all components. When we will count them. Yeah, we're almost done. Let's finish it. And that's explained. And it's explained. When the coin takes that which he needs to take, that's a part of the mitzvah itself. Like we mentioned, in the skin of the oiler goes to the coin who brings it. I guess when we have that. The first of the shearing, uh, that the first shearing is that we take away, and we give it to the coin And like we should give, the first tithing we should give it to the levi. And there was a mistake. There were already people made a mistake. The 24 gifts that we give to the kohanim, they count them for 24 mitzvahs after they counted some of the mitzvahs that those mitzvahs are part of them so they counted one the skin of the ayla and the chaz mushlamim, and then they counted all the other ones because the others, one, had did not realize this principle. They didn't sense it at all. They didn't grasp it. Until they came, and they count them all mitzvahs by themselves. Those are the various different... Uh, by the mincha, you sprinkle some oil. Belilas, you mix the. Uh, uh, Psisis is when you break off pieces from the korb mincha. Melichas, when you salt them. Hagoshas, is when you bring it to the mizbech. Hanofis, when you raise it. Kimitsis is when you make a commis, you take some of the flour. Uh, Ktoiris, when you bring an offering. They didn't know this is all part of the mincha. Mincha has all these details. But it's really one mincha, it's the law of the mincha the Torah says it has to be from the fine flour or from bread which is made in this way, or this way. sometimes it's made machavas, on a frying pan or it's uh, soaking in oil or baked in an oven and how much oil needs to be mixed in should make it into pieces to place it in it salt and this Parkinson's. these are the various different details the Torah tells us he should bring it close. He should raise. He should take a commitment. He should offer it as we have explained. We have explained this already in its place in tract of These are only part of the job. It's not. It's part of the mincha. All these details are not separate mitzvahs. They're all part of the job. And a matter that was done. Everything like this. That's called a mincha. This is all the name mincha. So, what is the mitzvah? So, what is the mitzvah? Hashem told us that if we're going to bring an offering out of bread or fine flour out of wheat. Then a grain. Then it should be. This is the order that we do it. So there's no many mitzvahs here. There's just one mitzvah. A mitzvah. How we deal? It's called in, We call it a mincha. If it's made out of uh, wheat, it's called a mincha. Vadimyan Eilat Varma mincha and the comparison uh, to compare this the mitzvah mincha with this that we're saying, we're saying, she we said before, the sprinkling of the oil, the mixing of the oil, the breaking of the pieces, the salting, the raising it, bringing it to the mezbeach, the kmitz and the ktodah, it's just like when the Torah says, but when you do khalitza, that's when, live right, when the liverite, when the the brother of the deceased brothers, the, the brother of the deceased, doesn't want to do yibum. so the Torah says, she removes his shoe, and then it's et cetera. That says, she spits in front of his face, and then she says before him. So, it goes through a lot of procedures over there, right? She takes it to the shoe, she spits, and she says, so, come on, she achas, but there's only one mitzvah of we don't count the moving of the shoe, the spitting, the string. Because the collection of all these acts is one mitzvah. The mitzvah is chalitza. That's why we're also not gonna count the Yatzakta Sheman sprinkling the blood with Samtalavina, putting the fire melechtimlih to salt it, Behanif and to raise it Vihish and to bring clothes with comats and the ictic. Vizella, this is only not known, this is only hidden. Only if somebody who just takes it superficially, just when you begin to think. You don't think about it really uh, deeply. You don't uh, understand it. He quotes a statement that our rabbi said because he was in his haste, he said it. You know, the statement that you said it is because you didn't you didn't really thought it through. is bitterness. It means Without reflection, you don't reflect on what you're saying. You're not thinking well. Uh, you just whatever comes into your mind, you say it, and you know you didn't really study it through and really understand it. This principle explained to us the root of the principle of the command of all the kabbonis. And it's not fitting to count there something that is not going to be, comes from the mistake, there's no, we we shouldn't get involved in anything mixed up, any mistakes that everybody else, the others has made, don't count them over here, as I will explain in the number with Hashem's help, the Rambam is going to explain this idea. Now we'll do the principle number 13 in the Sefer HaMitzvahs, the introduction to Sefer HaMitzvahs, so Hashidish has lishah the 13th principle. She mitzvos loyar be misporom. Be mispar yomim shet schaiv bahen a mitzvah ham A mitzvah will not increase in numbers. You won't be extra mitzvah because of the number of days in which you are mekhuyav, you're obligated that mitzvah. Min ha Then uh, uh then explain kiyash Mitzvah There are mitzvahs who, which obligation is during a specific time, a known time. Sometimes that period extends in a continuous way. As, for example, the mitzvah of sukkah, the mitzvah of Sometimes it will be just on certain known days to as for example, HaKarbanes, like the sacrifices. Or, <laughs> as we say by way of example, Rosh mitzvah Achas. The musaf of Rosh Chodesh is one mitzvah. Even though we have 12 months, we have 12 Rosh Chodesh. But there's one mitzvah of a Musaf Rosh Chodesh. That is... The command, she we have been instructed that we should bring a carbon musaf when the moon is renewed, when there's a new moon. Im if the sayer will say, kol chayde, why should we not count the musaf that we bring for each month and month? as an independent mitzvah. So there's a mitzvah for Tishrei, for Cheshvin, for every month we have a mitzvah to bring, a to Mosh Chodesh. our response would be, Imao had that been the case. So Mone told me to call you a mitzvah and So the sacrifice, the tomid, the sacrifice you brought every day, should also be a mitzvah by itself and the offering of the incense every day of the days of the year Mitzvah should be its own mitzvah every day should have its own mitzvah and then the making of the lamps the making good of the lamps that are all the time Mitzvah V'ne'atzmeh should be its own mitzvah every day you do light the menorah the, the lamps should be a mitzvah but since you don't count, just the subject is the mitzvah. We don't care when you have to do it. It's the mitzvah of lighting the candle when, whenever the obligation is. So likewise, you're not going to count the mitzvah uh, only one mitzvah, besides one mitzvah, just one mitzvah. Umusav Shabbos mitzvahcha. The Musav Shabbos is one mitzvah. V'chein Musav the Same thing. The korban Musav for each festival. Min chamisha Moedim from the five festivals, each one is own mitzvah. Even though he will be obligated for many connected days, which means the following days, one after the other, it's all one mitzvah. So each yomtv is a separate mitzvah, but within the yomtv itself, every day is not a separate mitzvah. because that would be like it said, Uzmachdul Finashem Yomim. Hashem said, Rejoice before God for seven days. It's one mitzvah for seven days. Omar, For seven days you should bring off Lashem. mitzvah Achas. Just like this one mitzvah of Lulav, Kain mitzvahs musaf Pesach Achas. The mitzvah of the Musaf of Pesach is one, the Chain called Musaf, called The Musaf for every period, whatever you have in the period, that's its own Musaf. So from this we can learn, there's a korban, a festival, the festive korban is also one mitzvah. Even though there are three periods you have to bring it Pesach, Shavuos and Sukkos, there's only one mitzvah. Mitzvah, to bring a korban chagiga. So that's on different three occasions. The same thing is, there is a korban you bring for seeing, and there's a that you bring for rejoicing. This is something that no one can make a mistake in. You can't tilt it to any other view. This is the view. This is the view. He says, but they made a mistake, those that hinge on this principle, a great mistake and an embarrassing mistake, he said. They also counted every musaf as one mitzvah. You know, the mitzvah that we bring on each one. Musaf Shabbos, Musaf Shaykh Hedish, Musaf so now, when it comes to the Musaf, they also counted it. Just like we said, the Karmariya, Karm Chagig is one for all Yantaf. They counted all the Musafs that we bring for each Shabbos. And if that case, in the, in that way of counting, they should have also counted resting on every Yantaf, one mitzah, just that. They didn't have said. He says, only God knows Uh, that it's not fitting to just catch them in any of these. They did not sort of conclude the order in no way. They didn't have no clear guiding sort of way which, what, yeah, what, no. No they go up to the heaven, they go down to the depth he's using paraphrasing a verse, they're just basically all over the place, but they don't have uh, the right principle the true verified truth the true verified is this that I say to you that each 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 is a mitzvah itself just like resting every day of those days. Every yontav is its own mitzvah. This is the correct order. So now we're going to do the principle number 14. The 14th principle. So he says, So he says, it is proper to count when the Torah puts a fence placing offenses as a part or pacing offense fence as a mitzvah say. Da. I want you to know <speaking in Hebrew> that every positive mitzvah and every prohibition <speaking in Hebrew> they will first be divided they will first be divided according to the intent of this uh, principle, uh, to this get to two parts, apart, the Torah did not articulate any punishment at all, the Torah just either commanded you or warned you, without articulating anything, they did not obligate one who transgresses the judgment, did not designate a particular punishment, either transgressing that command, the positive, or or the warning that has been hinted. And then there's another portion that there is articulated the punishment and the judgment. But in the chelik, uh, the part that Hashem tells us what Allah is, yesh uh, ma mitzvah eh mashit zivonu yizborich. There are some mitzvahs that Hashem tells us shenis kol bavonu that will get stoned the one who transgresses. Umahem and some of them mashit zivonu shenisre vayvreleim that we burn one who violates them. Umahem mashit zivonu shenakem b'sayif tzavir vayvreleim that we should bang by with his sword. The neck of one who transgresses. As has been explained in the tradition that has been passed down, the interpretation. From those that have been instructed to make the choking one who uh, transgresses. As has will come explain. Some of them have the penalty of being cut off. Uh, and that is it won't be the one who uh, transgresses. So, one who, what does it mean, cut to be cut off, means that one who transgresses it and he dies while he was still holding on to that sin without repenting, he has no portion of what to come. As we explained And some is just designated just death. Wushimisa will kill him for his sin. The chapel will atone him with his death, that's Hashem will take it. Corban Bitchilis Maqis, we explained the beginning of Makis, Kikola is Zahora She is Haiva Iver al Khurislav, that any prohibition in which the one who violates was only be liable for cutting off a Misa Bidishamaim or death by the heavens, Shay's Amisha overha Ever, that is when it's been verified that the one who transgressed violated on that warning that he has uh, done that sin by, with witnesses and being warned like he gets lashes uh, and that would be even though mainly Hashem will take care of him but then there's also the, the basin. Sometimes the Torah tells us we should just punish him with a monetary punishment. Not in his body. Like we punished a thief, uh, a robber, to pay an additional fifth. By a thief, we said, pay double what he stole. <coughs> sometimes the Hashem says he's the one who transgresses brings a sacrifice for his sin to be forgiven to him so fulfilling all these uh, fences, all these things that the Hashem says is, those are called the gedorim those are fences, they're called the mitzvah there are are positive mitzvah because we were commanded that we should kill this one, we should lash this one, we should, niskilze, we should stone this one, and that we should bring a karma while we transgress it. So, how are we going to count these punishments? So, he calls them fences, I mean, those are meant to protect that people don't do them again. So, how do we count them? The four, the various types of bezdin, we count them as four. Positive mitzvah. Loshon haMitzvah, loshon haMishnah. The language of Mishnah uses two mitzvahs on calling. This is the mitzvah of those who get stolen. The chayn omrukates is mitzvah nisrofim. How is the mitzvah of those who burn? Kates is mitzvah nechnokin. How is the mitzvah of those who choke? Kates is the mitzvah nerogim. The omrugamkin, the omruiusbarich, and they also said, "What Hashem leisubaru eish, not to make the fire on Shabbos." Omruba lahazid b'tzua einshim beyoyim Shabbos. That the Torah tells us not to make punishment on Shabbos mitzvah, and that's when he warned us from the burning, which is a mitzvah as the sreifa. We learned for the, for the punishment of sreifa. And it says wherever based in is. So even though it's a positive mitzvah, the Torah is telling you that you can't do the punishment of Beis, and you can't do it on Shabbos. So we see that it's called a mitzvah saseh, this this punishment of Sreifa. So that's why it's a mitzvah by itself. Um, So why did the Torah have to designate Sreifa? It was included... In all malachas, and why is it come called the Lamed Masreif? You read the Shachas Mrs. Bezdin, the to teach us, just like this. Reif is specific that it's one of the Bezdin and doesn't override Shabbos. I call Shabbos Mrs. Bezdin, and all the Mrs. Bezdin do not override Shabbos. This is clear; nobody can doubt this. That each death is its own mitzvah. Reif is its own mitzvah. The mitzvah. Uh, also, it's fitting that the lashes is a mitzvah. We don't count every detail of the lashes a mitzvah itself. So we'll say by example, one mitzvah is the stoning of one mitzvah. And if a person does the sorcery, that's a mitzvah shein, it's the second mitzvah. And stoning for worship of the zora a third mitzvah. So now you're going to give, you're going to count the mitzvahs by the amount of people, by the various different type of people. So you're going to have the number of mitzvahs, the amount of different people that can be guilty of the tzvahs. That's going to be, each one is going to be a mitzvah. Like somebody else did without thinking, he says, without seichal. He counted each, each application separately. She the but had this been so, Then we'd have to count every malchus by itself. eating for eating the carcasses by itself one who eats. A swine, the be a mitzvah shnei a second mitzvah akoso ichol busted and lashes for eating boshu bicholah mitzvah shlishis third mitzvah akos shlishis and smiting one who wears the chatness the garment mitzvah is separate mitzvah. Do you mitzvah So we're going to have the positive mitzvahs based on the number of the love that you're violating. Every love will have a mitzvah because the mitzvah is to give lashes for violating the love. You're going to have more than 400 mitzvahs because it's more than 400. We only have uh, 248. Just like we don't count everybody who's liable for lashes, we just count the punishment of lashes as a mitzvah, not who gets it. We're not going to count each one who is obligated to four misses. We're just counting the type of punishment alone. We're not going to count each one who is obligated to liable to bring a carbon specifically. We should say. A chata shigas Shabbos to bring a chataz for a mistake on Shabbos. She is a mitzvah. Chata of a desert. If you bring a chataz for make a mistake of a desert is a mitzvah. Avonim namin a levad. We're just going to count the type of the carbon. commercial mininim in a mitzvah, just like we count the type of death. Kvari yedaita shemine akarben. you know already that the types of carbon is chalif or is chalif. Ha'avonis. There is different carbones that change. <coughs> With the change of sins. To that, you're going to be able to give the korban. There are certain sins that you have to bring a set chattis. Some of you will be a definite ashim awesome guilt offering. Sometimes there's a hanging guilt offering because we're not sure whether you're guilty or not. Sometimes you are a carbon, which goes up and down, meaning, depending on what your affordability, what you have to bring. And that's why Khs isn't counted with the. Uh, we're not going to count the Hadsu the because they change around. They have different laws:. But we will say, we will count. The regular fit set chattas, that's a mitzvah. Rechim Ashim Vadei mitzvah, and the obligation of permanent Vadei mitzvah, Rechim Ashim Toli mitzvah, the Ashim Tolza mitzvah, Rechim Kormel Vierd mitzvah. He's chayiba, korban, ahul, We don't care who's going to be guilty. We're just telling you, there's a mitzvah of this carbon. Anyone who's guilty of that is going to bring that carbon. I'm not going to count it separately. I'm not going to go into looking the different sins, mm-hmm. that each one is going to be from that type, from the karm. Like we the Maltzah Mitzvah. And we're not going to look in the exchange of the sins, that each one will be that each one will be a section by itself. We're almost done. that they counted, they made a mistake in the number of punishment. Others have already been mixed up in this principle. They've been so mixed up, I don't even need to. <laughs> I don't even need to respond to them. And it also will not be easy to respond to it. To strengthen the, to strengthen the mix-up of these matters over here, he started with uh, Put an effort and was be surprised in a person. He's going to count those who are liable for death. best a man and a woman, and those who are liable for the chorus and for death. That's part of the prohibition. And that's they're going to count. So, first they're going to count all the people that are liable for Bezd, and then those who are liable for Kurdish. and then Ul Misa, they're going to be on the list. Then he's going to count the items that he's warned from them, which brings in Misa, he's going to count them also prohibitions. Commissionabala, like the Baloch, he counts. Hama Khalas, a Shabis, one who desk Shabbat Kukal, Mukhyovskila, included in one whose life of skill, then he counts Lisatz Kamalocha. Then he counts not to do any via not to do any work. That they think that when we fulfill the punishment, that's each one's a prohibition. So how would he count in them the punishment and the item that you are liable? So you're counting two things. You're counting the punishment plus the prohibition. Counts them as two. even more difficult than this. Is that he counts those who are liable for coders. and they don't. There is no death over there. He counts them of the losas of him they think that the obligation of the Kodes and the punishment for this that is the counted Mitzvah it's about Sefer HaMitzvah the author of the Sefer HaMitzvah Dibar Bazei, spoke of this and he says in his first and he notified that whatever that's going to include and from it there's 32 Matters that he's going to do it and not us. And we all trust in them. He says from this that he's including in that in that gate and these thirty-two matters. Those are thirty-two who are liable, thirty-two possible liable of getting cut off then there is nine who will be liable there's nine pe- people that will be nine situations you'll be penalized and, uh, and we are trusting what does it mean that it means, That it's God's, God is guaranteed that he's going to do the penalties. He's going to cut off this one, he's going to kill this one. There's no doubt that this person doesn't think, So he doesn't think that it's all our responsibility. He says, There's some that we have to do it. Something some that God has to do. Because he's counting those Cutting offs and things like that, that's God's going to do. Like he says and he explained, that Hashem occupies, not we, let Hashem will take care of it. And this is a God knows. <laughs> By me, this is all a total mixed up. Intellect. There's no point. There's no point even to talk about it. Uh, okay. Those are statements that are clearly uh, lost. And the mistake that went into all them because they counted the punishment as mitzvahs. They were confused. Sometimes they counted themselves. Sometimes they counted the punishment together with the item that you get punished on them. And they placed it all as the prohibition without uh, reflection the true count is what I mentioned every type of punishment is a mitzvah the payments for a thief is one mitzvah we are commanded that we should uh, obligate him this amount the din that you have to add a fifth that's separate mitzvah the Set chatos, as opposed to oil of a year that changes. That's one mitzvah. Din chiv osom and a definite guilt offering mitzvah din kivashm tolam mitzahlen, the din karb oil viod, that's the one that goes up and down. Mitzvah, Khain Liska, Vlisriv, Larik, Lachnik V Litlois, to all these penalties of the best in fskila sref, herakanek and hanging kolekod, me'ilaha in shit mitzvina atzma. Each one is its own mitzvah, tishaiv, mishishabina protim. We don't care who's obligated in them. These are the mitzvas and then you apply it whatever it applies. Commercial malcolm to the achas, just like the lashes, also there's one mitzvah to give lashes. Anyone who's guilty is guilty. This is what we wanted to introduce in this room. This completes all the principles. This introduction will help us in that what we're here for. And next, we'll do the Hagdama from the Rambam. Here, um, in the Sefer Mitzvah, the Rambam, after we finish the 14th principle, he has a further introduction before he actually starts enumerating the Mitzvahs. So, this is Hagdama. It's also proper (coughs) to connect here the following introduction. He says, any time there is a penalty that the based in would, uh, the court will do the death penalty, uh, capital offense, or the penalty of curis, That means that the, you violated a loyssah, you violated a prohibition. You won't, you will not be uh, liable for the death penalty or for kares unless you violated a loyssah uh, sebech. There is two exceptions. Zulas, Pesach, and Mila. The exception is the bringing of the Paschal offering and circumcision. If a person does not bring the Paschal uh, sacrifice or does not circumcise, the Torah says, of course it's the parent's responsibility, yeah. but if they didn't, then it's his own responsibility later on. So it says that they would get Kadis, they would get cut off, According to the Rambam, there's a very interpretation of Karis, what it means, but according to the Rambam, he gets cut off in the world to come. That's what the Karis means. But uh, but in these cases, that would be, although there are mitzvahs esse, even though these are positive mitzvahs, still, that is the penalty that goes along with that. As they had mentioned this in the beginning of the Tractate of Christus. He says, there is uh, by us, we don't have any under no circumstances, mitzvah is alosom. Other positive commandments, she is chaiberis, that the one who would violate it should be high, would be Kol shkei Mrs. Bezdin, of course, there is no Mrs. Bezdin, there's no penalty of death penalty without it being a loyce, a violation of a loyce, not for an essen. Any time that we find written in the Torah, Shemisha, Samaysa, plainly that one who did this act, Yehari will be killed or Yischaiv will be liable for Kodesh. beEmes, then we know for sure. who Muslim, then we know for sure that that act, if there's a punishment, it must be that he has been warned that there is a prohibition. said, and that pun- that warning is also comes in the form of a prohibition. Now, at times, the Torah will articulate a warning, would say, don't do so, but it does not articulate what the penalty is for doing that. Sometimes, that you do uh, mention the punishment, and there's also the mention. Of the warning. So you have both the penalty and the warning. Kimoyas, for example, the description of shabbos and idol worship Shinamar, Le Sasakom Loch, don't do any work and don't worship them. then there is the penalty of skilla for one who does work or one who worships. because of Sometimes the warning will not be articulated. Uh, in the pasuk, just with a prohibition. Uh, but the Torah only mentions the punishment. The Torah doesn't give you the place. It doesn't say don't do it. It just says if you do it, this is the punishment you're going to go. But there's no honor There's no warning. But the principle by us is the Torah does not punish unless it warns you not to do it it doesn't It doesn't add up to punish somebody say you're going to be punished if you do though without having the Torah first tell you that you're not supposed to do it so therefore it's impossible that there's no warning for anyone who's getting a punishment there has to be a warning that's why we find all places in the Torah and the Talmud We find all the time, we found that there is a punishment, but where do you know that you're not allowed to do it? And the Gemara will find you the place of the warning where we shouldn't do it. And if there is no articulation for this warning from directly in the Posse, you can't find it. Then we will learn it by equating it from the equations of the Halachi. There's certain equations that we can learn out one thing from the other thing, so even though it's not written by Farish, we are specifically we are still gonna learn it out. As they mention when the Torah is warning against cursing one's mother or father, or against one's beating. One's mother or father. because It's not been articulated. There's nowhere in the Torah where it says that you shouldn't curse or you shouldn't beat your parents. It doesn't say that. Okay, like he says, it doesn't say The Torah doesn't, doesn't, doesn't say don't curse your father. It doesn't say don't beat your father. The Torah just says that if you curse or you beat, then you get the death penalty. So, how would it be that the Torah would give you the punishment here? We know that they are prohibitions. And we had taken out, and other cases like that, their warning from a place we equated them from another place. <speaking in Hebrew> this does not crit- contradict the concept that we don't warn somebody from. Uh, from just from a logical conclusion, so we don't warn. Let's say if the Torah says a lesser degree, uh, you shouldn't do. You're not going to say, well, if the Torah pro- prohibits this lesser degree, so then the larger degree, something you do more, should for sure be. There's no. That's not a way to warn. And also, the Talmud. There's always the expression of Adin. Do we give warning from a? what we're saying is that we cannot prohibit something that has not been articulated a specific uh, in a way of a hekesh. that's bin adin you can't learn that however uh But when we find in the Torah the punishment explicitly for one who does it, we do find the punishment. So So we know already for sure that this is something which is prohibited. Muzer he was born. So then we're going to learn out the warning through the Hekish, just in order to strengthen that principle. They said, The Torah didn't punish unless it warned. And then once the warning has reached from that matter, then the one who transgressed and did it, would be liable for Kharaz misa. Basically, what the Rambam is, is, is explaining over here is you can't come up from a Hekesh min as the Rambam says, you can't come up with a new prohibition. But if there is already a, pro, a punishment in the Torah for that act, and you're only trying to find where did the Torah say no, then you could learn a Hekesh, you could learn a other ways, uh, because we know for sure that there's a warning, it's just a way of finding that warning, and that would be okay. Do you still need two witnesses? Well, you always need two witnesses in order to do that. But here we're talking about just where we find it in the pasik, okay. not about the person. Okay. So he said like this. Al mitzvah sasei now we're talking about the punishments for positive mitzvahs and the prohibition. I'm going to begin to mention every. Mitzvah, mitzvah by mitzvah, and he says like this. Uh, and I'm going to explain based on the explaining the the name where it comes from. From as we have destined ourselves, uh, our goal in the beginning of this statement. This is the intent of this uh, of this statement. A, who knows? Etzli. It's fitting to me that I should add to this intent some addition. Uh, While I remember, while I mentioned the mitzvahs on which there is the judgment, that if he does or didn't do it, I'll also say the penalty. When I say the penalty, I'll say the penalty. And I will say, one who transgresses will be liable for either death, cardis, or karm, such and such, or malchus or lashes, or yachas, misses bezin, and are one of the four uh, different kinds of bezin. based death, the bezdin, shall be. Anytime I don't answer, I don't mention a special punishment of the punishment, Taidashi him. If it's from the prohibition, in the amru that is as our sages tell us, it's just like transgressing the king king of the command there's no punishment but on the other hand when we talk about the positive mitzvahs all of them, each one of them uh, when you have to do it we should beat with sticks those who don't do it uh... Until he dies, or, or he does it or, or the time of the obligation, you gotta force him to do what he has to do. Somebody's not transgressing, not sitting in the sukkah. Let's talk about when the court of the Baisdin, I guess, was in charge. Uh, somebody's not sitting in the sukkah. You don't beat him after sukkahs because he tries didn't sit in the sukkah during sukkahs. You make sure that he goes into the sukkah. Does that know this? mitsus yenoshim peturus that the mitsus that women are exempt became mizayrah mitsus and also when i mentioned those mitsus yenoshim khayabuz ben the women are not obligated yes it lets whether they're positive or or, or prohibitions i then i will say this is the, this giving mizay this women are not obligated the yaduah yenoshim donis that women cannot sit as judges, they cannot testify, they cannot bring offering with their own hands, they cannot wage war on arbitrary wars. Any mitzvah which hinges on the beisden, or in service, or in service, uh, or with optional wars, as opposed to a Mechemist mitzvah, when there is a mitzvah for conquering the land of Israel. So the Ramam says, I don't have to learn. I'm not going to be necessary for me to repeat every time. This is not obligated to a woman. This would be just extra words without necessity, so I'm not going to keep on repeating that. When I mention mitzvahs which are only applicable either near Eretz Yisrael or during the time that the temple was standing, he has a whether the positive prohibition. Omer, then I will say vizein chayvel betzisrof v'nabais. This is not mandatory only in Israel or in front of the beis hamikdash. We do gamkin. It's also known shakarbonas kulam that all the sacrifices enu karev mel be'mikdash. They are not brought only in the Mikdash, and that the service of the carbonus isn't permissible outside of the courtyard. The Din and the Fash also capital matters, only the time when the Mikdash is standing. The Mechilta says, how do we know that the death penalty is only when the temple is standing? Mizbech loyimimizbichitikachan Lam was <laughs> taken from a Mizbech to die. but if you have a house at So we see, if there is a bayisimikdash, then you can do capital offense, uh, punishments. love, and at otherwise you can't do capital uh, punishment, you can't kill. Where do we know that the Sanhedrin needs to be close to the Mizbech? Next to my Mizbech. So it has to be next to the Mizbech. There's no Mizbech. There can't be no, no Sanhedrin. We also know that prophecy and government has already been removed from us. Until we remove from the sins that we are holding on to, and Hashem will atone, will forgive us, and He will uh, have mercy upon us, as He has promised, He will bring them back to us, the Hamikdash and the Kingdom, and the Korbanos, as He says, when the prophecy will come back, afterwards, I will... Pour my spirit and all flesh, and your sons and daughters will come prophets. And he says, when the government and the ruling will come back, he says, "Of that day I will raise the house, the the hut of David that has fallen down, because that is and I will fence their breaches, and the destructions I will raise, I'll build it as it was in the times begun." it's known that all wars all conquering do not take place only when there is a king and with the advice of the great sanhedrin the great court and a high priest as the you stand in front of since most people know this any positive or prohibition that is, hinges on carbonus, oy or in service in the temple of a Mrs. Besdin, or in death of Bezdin, oy bisanhedrin, sanhedrin, oy benoviv or on a prophet and a king, oy milchemes or, in a, mitzvah, or a, a, a mitzvah war, or milchemes or a optional war. Lo, it's tarech shem raboy. It is not necessary for me to repeat all the time. This is only obligated in front of the base of it's not. It's already been explained there, I mentioned this already, that these laws only apply when there is a base of Those places where it's possible that you're in doubt, with God's help, I will point that out. Now I will begin to mention mitzvah by mitzvah with the help of Hashem. So basically, the Rambam points out over here in this introduction that those things that are common for all all these mitzvahs like that don't apply today he's not going to have to repeat in every mitzvah and also he gave you the which women are exempt he's not going to repeat he's just going to tell you each mitzvah and also when there is no uh penalty uh of the mitzvah he says mitzvahs say you're supposed to base them. if there is a base them, when there's no basis nothing you can do